Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Good afternoon. It is Monday, September 30th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily, dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined today by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor, Trey Scott. Trey, you are definitely in my top four of College Football Daily co-hosts, but today we are going to release our top four personal college football teams. We got the uh, playoff committee rankings coming out first week of November, but we're going to go ahead and get a head start and releasing our own starting in September, late September. So I'm going to kick things off with my top four. I've got number one, Alabama, number two, Ohio State, number three, Clemson, number four, LSU. Mm. All right. So I think, I think we can both agree that it's really fun that like there's other teams outside of the top four who like deserve consideration and that it's kind of a crapshoot in the top four. My question's for you. What are you basing is, is, do you think like, is Alabama to you the most worthy number one team so far? Do you believe that Alabama would just frankly beat any of these teams heads up in a playoff semifinal? What, what sort of went into your thought process here? Yeah, I think I'm thinking who is the best, best team right now which i guess okay plays into who kind of plays into the like the second way that you kind of frame that so i i have i have questions about everybody in my top four and there are teams outside of my top four that for at least a moment i thought about putting them number one so like it is just really even to me in the top five, top six. Like, I think Oklahoma, not in my top four, like, I, they could be, they could easily be number two. It is just, there are questions, I have questions about each of these teams. I have questions about Alabama and their defense. We have not really seen them, their defense tested outside of the constructive garbage time so far this year. Uh, I have questions about Ohio State and the fact that they haven't played anybody ranked higher than number 29 in the FPI. I have questions about Clemson, which we all had coming out of their 21 to 20 win over UNC. And LSU, I have questions about uh, kind of similar to Alabama that they've given up some points. I think the offense is ultimately the, there's talent on the defense 
And I think maybe you can chalk up a lot of that to, to garbage time and just running into a really good Texas offense. So a lot of questions throughout my top four. I had Ohio State number one at one point. I had Clem- I had Clemson number one at one point, and I think I had LSU number one at one point too. So like this is, I'm not like hating on any of the teams that even even the ones that did not make it in because it is just a really even bunch right now. What what's your top four, Trey? Well, okay, so you're gonna scoff, but I didn't know what to do with the top two, so I'm keeping it the way I had it in the preseason. And I'm going Clemson, Alabama, and then I'm doing Ohio State, and then LSU. I have a few, th- I have a few things, and then you can, you can roast me. So Clemson and Alabama both have right now their flaws. Clemson's offense is not playing as well as it could. Alabama's defense not playing as well as it could. At the end of the day, I think, having picked these teams to play for a national championship like literally everybody else did, I think these teams with the two best coaches in college football are going to figure it out. And I think I would look back in mid-November with regret if I toggled these two teams. I think Clemson's win over A&M maybe doesn't look as great as it once did, but they still beat Texas A&M. And Alabama, you know, what's their best one? South Carolina. So I, I think we still have a lot to learn about those two, these two teams. But, and I know I'm not supposed to factor last season into this, and there are differences. Alabama lost something defensively last year. You know, they're, they're without Dylan Moses and Mac Wilson at linebacker. They're without, you know, Quinn and Williams. Clemson lost their entire defensive front. But I know what Alabama's offense can do, and we've seen them do it this year. And Clemson's offense, we're still waiting for them to pick it up, but they have all of the pieces that they had last year when they beat Alabama 44-16. to So I think, I think I would be jumping the gun on moving one of those two teams out. But I certainly would like to see both of them playing better. Ohio State is playing as well as anybody in the country. They're playing better than anyone in the country. I'm not too worried about their schedule and the fact that they haven't played anyone because they'll get there and because their wins have, frankly, been so convincing. It's kind of insane how good they've been playing. And it's we talked about Georgia two years ago and awakening under Kirby Smart, and they're finally playing and recruiting like Georgia should. Ohio State's finally playing like the number two most talented team in the country should play. They've been really fun to watch. I think they're going to keep killing people. LSU has probably the best win of the season, in my opinion, going on the road and beating a really good Texas team. The only concern with LSU, I'm worried about two things. Flash in the pan offensively, and they're not playing complimentary football. LSU's defense is absolutely loaded, and they're getting absolutely shredded because they are going back on the field so frequently. Vanderbilt, they gave up 30-plus points to them. Yes, garbage time. But Texas, that, that game, that LSU converted a third and 17, and if they hadn't done that, I believe that game was going to be won by whoever had the ball last. That's the way the whole second half is going. So LSU, when they play Auburn and when they play Alabama – what are those games going to look like? But I still believe they're number four because they have such a good win over Texas and because their offense looks so good. It was hard to leave Oklahoma out. It was hard yeah. to leave Georgia out. Yeah. And I even thought about Notre Dame for a hot second. So this is, I think this is as much fun as college football has been in a long time because we could, I, I think we could present any top four in any sort of variety and simultaneously have issues, but also like an understanding of it. Like you probably think I'm an idiot for having Clemson one. No, I don't. I I I had Clemson number one, and my and the thought process is, five games ago, 
they blew the doors off of Alabama in the national title game. And right now, I've got Alabama number one. And that's like a big hole in my argument. <laughs> right. So, and I mean, obviously, it's different teams. That, um, not totally different, but there's personnel turnover in college football. There's a lot of it every year. But, like, it's hard to not have that lurking in the back of your mind. And then I, I don't have Georgia in my top four. And that almost feels criminal. But LSU as you said, has probably the best single victory of the season and the number one problem that has been frustrating us about LSU looks like it's solved and beyond anyone's wildest expectations coming into the year. So it's just, it's like, I, we need to make the top four bigger because it's, it's like too many good teams this year. Maybe this is the only, like, Maybe this is the first time I'm going to actually like listen to an expanding the playoff argument, but it's yeah. still early. We'll yeah, see. and we we haven't even come close to talking about Wisconsin, who just blew oh. the doors off of Michigan, and uh, we probably should have talked about Wisconsin in, in our recap show, but struggled a little bit against Northwestern. I don't know if we're thinking that was kind of just like a, a let off after that after that big win at home against the Wolverines, but it, you know, first several weeks of the season. They look like their hat is in the ring for the best team in the in the in the Big Ten for sure, and then Auburn too looks like they're absolutely in the mix to contend in the SEC West, and whoever comes out of the SEC West probably in the college football playoff. The SEC, the SEC especially, Connor has we're about to it's about to pick up. It's about to pick up. I think Clemson's going to cruise for a little bit. Ohio State. Hey, we're going to get Ohio State and Wisconsin in the regular season as well. So, I mean, Penn State. We're not even, no, no one's even yeah. talking about Penn State. Just throttled Maryland in College Park on Friday night. Feels like, you know, many, many days ago, I guess it was at this point. But we've got some good teams out there. Uh, I think any top four, I would listen to any of them. I mean, you, you talked about going down as far as Notre Dame as a team with an argument to be in. I, I mean – Texas is hanging out there. They've got one loss, but like they could be, I mean, if they run the table, I don't feel like they would be out of the, out of place alongside some of these other teams we're talking about as somebody that deserves to be there. So it's, it's, uh, it's a big tent this year in, in the playoff race. I think we, you know, we'll still get, we'll still get the upsets. We'll some of these teams are going to lose games somewhere along the way. But I don't feel like it's – in previous years, we've almost kind of been wanting some of these teams to lose so that we can stop having to talk about them seriously as national title contenders. And I, I'm, like, not particularly eager to have anybody eliminated from – anybody in this group that we're talking about eliminated from the conversation. Maybe – Maybe if you want to talk about Florida, maybe I'm kind of eager to see them eliminated from the conversation. But they they look yeah. good in the basketball. Yeah, weeks. you want to talk about a fraudulent top ten team? There you go. So exciting talking top four. Exciting thinking about this fun season. That's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you appreciate what we're doing, we ask that you do one thing to help us spread the word about the show, whether that's telling a friend or family member that Trey and I wake up at 6 a.m. every weekday to make sure you're all caught up on college football news or simply just leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. For Trey Scott and our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Tuesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily.
Namaste. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Gather your besties. We are very exclusive. And get ready. Mom, go make snacks. For sure, Regina. For the movie that hits like a bus in a good way. No one dies. Mean Girls. Rated PG 13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.